welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one and award-winning geek pop culture podcast, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm Geek Speak's boy wonder, Brendan. And how are you tonight, Brendan? I'm pretty good. We haven't seen each other for a little we while. We haven't. We pretty much haven't seen each other for at least a week. Yeah. Which... Well, the listeners may not know is a long time for you to be separated. It is, given that we both work in the city, like we're pretty much in the same vicinity as each other, and you drop in and visit me and give me cuddles all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Like when you snuck up behind me yesterday (laughs) and cuddled me. (laughs) You knew it was me. (laughs) The fact that you, like, lent yourself into it and, like, into a warm embrace. I did push back. But no, we haven't seen each other for a while. We haven't recorded for a couple of Fortnight. weeks. Yeah, two weeks. And it's a bit of a shame because we did do the two-hour podcast. We the did. The giant size that we threw out all in one hit. Mm-hmm. And because we were trying to get a few more out with, you know, that the others weren't recording. No, because Todd's still being overseas. Yeah, he's still overseas. And so Todd and Wade aren't recording Geek Speak Live right now. No. We're like, we're going to get a few more out. But, you know, things happen. Things, 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 things have certainly happened. Things do happen. Like you went to a comic shop today. I, d- I did. That's not what I thought we were going to lead with. But I could- <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's come back to that. I think more important things need to be addressed first. Oh, I don't know how important Every, they really are. Everybody knows that Steve and I have a very special relationship. Yep. Well, it turns out as of Monday just gone, um, <laughs> he's got a more special relationship with somebody else and <laughs> I don't particularly want to talk about her. <laughs> But uh, they're they're on the horizon. Speaking of which, when I spoke to, as you put it, her before, and I said, oh, hello, gorgeous, you just had this incredulous look on your face like, who the fuck are you talking to? In my presence too, you (laughs) son of a bitch. Yeah, um, in in the future, there are sidekick wedding bells. Yes, there are. I am an engaged man. You are. Someone's going to make an honest man of you. For some reason, my mind just went to that you said someone's going to make an honest woman of me. I don't know <laughs> well, that, why that's, that's what Hey, hey, you went there. I didn't. It says more about you than it does me. <laughs> All I can think of now is uh, Jay in Clerks 2, tucking it back. <laughs> Would you fuck me? Like the old, fuck uh, me. From Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Uh, no, on Monday night, I proposed to Emily, who the listeners surely know of because I mention her at least every podcast. You do. Again, much to my dismay, but <laughs> I let you it go. You mention your wife. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm my, married, though. Yeah, I'm getting there. There's still hope. <laughs> it's worse if we're both married. But no, uh, I was going to propose in a few months' time. I've you had were. A, I've had it organised for quite a while. I've I had was the ring. in on the secret and I couldn't say anything and yes, now I can tell everybody. You, you were. Uh, I organised a ring. I had a custom ring made. Mm-hmm. We haven't gone the traditional route with the typical claw and diamond and everything. It's a... Flat wedding band style ring with an emerald and a couple of anchors engraved and some sapphires. Very, very Emily. Anyone who has seen the ring and knows Emily has said, oh my God, that ring is you. Mm-hmm. So I've had that planned for a while. You have. Was going to do it in September on the anniversary of when we met. And then you thought, shit, that gives him more time to run. Yep. Let's, <laughs> let's lock it down now. <laughs> Uh, but without getting too in detail about it, because uh, she's just been overseas herself she has, for a yeah. few weeks you to London in England. And last Friday night I was going to bed, mm-hmm. and the last thing we spoke about before I went to sleep was she was at Heathrow. Yes. About to fly to Kuala Lumpur on, on Malaysia, Malaysia Airlines. Yes. 
So when I've woken up quite early in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, couldn't sleep, jumped online, saw the news, and at the time it was just a Malaysian Airlines flight, I packed it. Mm, when I saw it would. was on the way to Kuala Lumpur, I had a meltdown. Yeah. And it wasn't until she was home that night in my arms that I was relatively less stressed. Yeah. It res- I even, like I messaged you to check in because I even said, you know, if Jess had have been on a plane anywhere in the world last yeah. Friday, I would have been the same. Yeah, and a lot of people didn't know. Like, they, she was at Kuala Lumpur, you know, saying, oh, nearly home. And they're like, oh, I hope you're not flying Malaysia Airlines. She didn't want to say, well, I am. Yeah. And so it, it, it was quite a traumatizing mm. thing. Because um, Emily especially missed with, that spot by about half an hour yeah, or so. Yeah, we looked at the flight radar. Uh, she literally flew over the area mm. where it got shot down, uh, MH17, uh, about an hour later. Yeah, and you so, can see where they diverted because yep. like, oh, can't go there. So really freaked us both out. Yeah. Uh, her mum was still with us for a couple of nights until she went back home. Mm-hmm. And Monday, Monday, I actually came in to see you at work. Did. And I said, you know what? I'm not waiting. Yep. I was given a And I was like, hang on, I'll pack my bag. (laughs) (laughs) I knew this day would come. I've already got the note like pre written to just (laughs) just to leave out the jazz. (laughs) Sidekick elopement. I've just left the date blank. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I dropped in and saw you and yeah, I was given a glimpse into what my life would be like without her Mm -hmm. and I didn't like it. No. So I di- I went full geeky with the proposal. <laughs> you did. You went full geek tard. Yep. <laughs> it, it was very us. Like I didn't do anything grand and spectacular out or anything. That's not us. It was <laughs> just at home. I cooked enchiladas for dinner. We started watching a bit of a uh, fringe. But and you farted. Will you marry me? No. Too? <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't farted in front of her. Well, see, um, now, see that has to change. Yeah, no, my friend. No, now that no, you've proposed, not that, change it. That has it's to not change. Changing. And you'd actually given me a. Because I'd said I'd had a bit of a surprisey for her. Yes. And you'd actually given me a Sleeping Beauty poster. Yeah, because it's about to get re-released on DVD and for the first time on Blu-ray yeah, it's in coming out of the, the next couple of weeks. And we got some promo stuff for yep. it. I only had a couple of posters come in. I'm like, before anything happens to it, before it gets damaged, I know someone who would love this. Yeah. And I called you and I was like, oh, I have really uh, nice. Yeah. She's already trying to work out where to put it on the walls. And we don't have many posters on the walls. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm going to hang this above the bed. <laughs> and... Yeah. Every time you can think <laughs> of me. The listeners can't see the <laughs> wink, Brendan. So then I gave her that and I said, I've actually got something else for you. And I had had, uh, some listeners may know perler beads. They're these little beads that you put down on a board and you can make, it's like pixel art. Mm. Uh, so you can make the old 8 and 16-bit sprites and stuff like that. And I'd had, we're very big Legend of Zelda fans. Yes. I'd had one of the treasure chests made up from Perla Beats. Like, it's a fully functional opening on a hinge. I had ideas for getting a sound chip in there to make the sound. Didn't work out. Anywho, filled it up with spare Perla Beats to look like rupees and made a little Triforce. Gave it to her. She opens it up. Oh, my God. She knew what was going on. Yeah. So she takes out the Triforce. She sees the rupees. Starts scraping away at them with her finger. (laughs) Just digging away. Sees the ring. Asked her to marry me, and surprisingly, she said yes. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> she did say to me the other day that, you know, after everything that had happened, mm. she kind of felt like, you know, she's got a new lease on life in some weird ways. It's kind of a second chance. And yeah. I just thought it would have been really funny if you'd pop the question, and she was like, yeah, I meant second chance. I'm, <laughs> I'm out of here. Like, I've got a new lease yeah, on life. Catch you Bye. later. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so no, the congratulations, thank my you, friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, thank you to Tony of Little Geeks. Yes, that was awesome because of you know we we rang all the family first and let them know, and then you yeah, do we did the, that before you make it Facebook official. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, Facebook, I will give the thing of I, I rarely use it now, but. It is a way of letting a lot of people know at once without having to see them in three weeks and go, oh, hey, by the way, we're yeah, engaged. That's, that's what I like about it for that sort of thing. But we tell the people closest to us first by phone mm-hmm. and then, you know, put it on Facebook. And I swear within 15, 20 minutes, awesome. I loved it uh, so much. Tony Davidson from Little Geeks uh, posted me a picture saying, you know, congratulations with a big love heart and... Emily has made her Little Geeks debut. She has. And I saw that and I'm like, I knew Tony when I got engaged. <laughs> so the real question is... So just quickly, yeah. a big thank you to Tony. It was That was just perfect, mate. It was really I, good. It, it, it brought a tear to my eye. I which even shared it on my we, personal yeah, page. Yeah, you did. I was uh, thinking of sharing it to the Geek Speak page. I, I don't know why we didn't. Yeah. We, we'll, we'll chuck it up in this week's photo. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And just have me... <laughs> We'll get to that. Just have you like <laughs> shitty to the side going, you fuck. <laughs> but the real question is, yeah. am I going to be your maid of honour? Well, no, oh. because you're married. You're my matron of honour. Oh, well, can I be your matron <laughs> of honour? <laughs> and what sort of dress you, do I have to wear? <laughs> you, you can wear white because I can tell you now, Emily and I aren't. Uh, well, <laughs> it, it, it's a non-traditional thing. Yeah. I'm not going to go into detail, but yes, that, that has been... The news for me this week. It has. So, because of that... And I went to a comic shop. <laughs> you went to a comic <laughs> shop. Well, because of that, like, we have already started planning it. Yeah. I have been out of the geek world. You I have. haven't read my comics. It's been quite a stressful, but also very joyous and exciting. Yeah, you've, and had, you've had other stuff happening in your personal week. life. Yeah. The most I've really looked at this week is some of my Transformers stuff that's come out of Comic-Con. Well, I mean, yes, that's it. It's quite a week to fall out of the geek world because, man, there's been some stuff the last couple of days. Comic-Con is happening right is. now as we record. So we thought, I've been a bit out of it. You've been keeping up with it all. Mm, well, yeah, so as much as I can. The stuff that sort of, there's been so much. Why don't, we had a few other things lined up. We will be getting into something we had lined up later. Mm-hmm. But instead of going into oh, everything else that's been happening. Yeah. Let's just talk Comic-Con. Let's, let's do let's it. Let's just do it. Before we do that, though... You went to the comic shop. I went to the comic shop. <laughs> Why'd um, you go to the comic shop? I did shop, post Brendan? on the Facebook page earlier this week. Yep. Um, the 23rd for the 75th anniversary of Batman was Worldwide Batman Day. Yes, yes. And to celebrate that, comic shops today in Australia... I don't know if it was earlier in the week in America, but I know in Australia the comic shops did it today. Yep. Where you could go into your local comic shop, the, the ones who were participating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe you had to buy anything, but you could get a free... Detective Comics number 27, a special reprint to celebrate the Ooh, anniversary, okay, yep, you know, yep. 75th anniversary. There was a range of masks that you could get. You could choose... So very similar to free comic book Kind day. of, yeah. You could choose from one of four special Batman masks they've made. The first of the four was, uh, you know, the, the original Batman mask from that the 1939, the Bob Ooh, Kane yes, Batman mask. yes, yes. The second one was the Adam West Batman mask. Mm-hmm. Third one was the Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns mask. Yep. And then the fourth one was the new Capullo, you know, New 52 style, oh, style Batman okay. mask. Now, yeah. okay, so between the choice of those four, mm-hmm. I personally would go Capullo, but I, I have a feeling you would have gone Adam West. 
I would have liked all of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the Capullo one was really you nice. You just sent me in. I was working in the city. I, well, I didn't know at the time. Uh, and I I did go with the Adam West one, purely yep. because it's the 75th anniversary, and like I've said before, that show was my introduction to the character. Yeah, So true. That's, that's why I went Very for that one indeed. for the anniversary. I also purchased... I'm a 30-year-old man, I must remind listeners, but mm-hmm. I saw them there. They man weren't there. stretching it. They weren't there the other day when I was there. This is I, this is Comic Etc, by the way. I, I know Kaboom did it up in Toowoomba, but I was down in but Brisbane today. But been in Brisbane, yeah, Comics Etc. Um, they actually have um, Batman 75 anniversary capes. Oh. Like Batman capes. Nice. And they were only 15 bucks, and I saw it, and I'm like, you know what? That's going to be my Batman 75 little <laughs> memento. Like, yeah, I'm getting it. I may have tried it on, and it may look awesome. <laughs> Jess is going to see it tonight. Yeah, Jess she? hasn't seen you it You've got to do yet. that Silence of the Lambs, Jane Clerk's too much. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the, the cape kind of does come around, so I could just, like, swing the cape back and... Would you fuck me? <laughs> just get the lip balm and... Yeah. Actually, that's a good idea. No, actually, no, because her brother's stained. No, that'd be really fucking awkward. Actually, one thing I have forgotten. Yeah. You, you talking about masks just then reminded me. Mm-hmm. You know, I finished up uni a while back. <laughs> yes. And I did a documentary on Geekspeak. Yes. I got a notification the other day. Uh, they got in contact with me. My documentary has been nominated for one of their film awards for Best Documentary. Fucking everything's just coming up, you, Steve, this you week, You reminded it? me about <laughs> the mask because the awards night is Masquerade. Yeah. So I might, might borrow your uh, Batman mask. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even taking the eye holes out of it. But no, I yeah, that's... It was quite a surprise. Mm. I didn't expect it. I'm like, holy crap, I've been nominated. I've so seen it, and I didn't expect it either. I get to dress up and look all pretty and, you know. Yeah. Wow the crowds with my astounding looks. I think you should wear a turtle mask, to be honest. <laughs> well, speaking, oh, Emily got me that from Forbidden Planet in England. She did. She got me a beanie mm. that, when it's rolled up, it looks like Donatello from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles' head. It's like green with the, it's got some eyes sewn yeah. into it, and a purple bandana. Uh, bandana that you can fold up and so it looks like you're wearing the turtle on your head or you can fold it down it looks like you're wearing and it. i'm wearing the bandana i was i was very jealous that was very cool yeah, actually i might wear that <laughs> let's do it comic-con yeah let's do comic-con what's been happening well we can't really claim that you know, once again, we're about to record and things have happened. No, because we're it's recording already been on, going. We're recording on Comic-Con yeah. weekend, so but stuff yeah, like is bound to happen. Comic-Con's on, let's just talk what's been happening in Comic-Con. Well, let's start with the newest stuff. Okay. What happened today? Yeah, because uh, something I, happened just before I came over. You, you, I got here and you showed me a lot of trailers. I'm like, when did this go up? I like, saw you in the city earlier ago. today when I was in there for, to go to the Batman day. Yep, quickly caught up before and just organised tonight. And since I left you then... Mm-hmm. And meeting up now, two, well, for me, two big trailers dropped, and I was just yeah. like, holy shit! One of them we knew was coming because there's been a countdown the last couple of days announcing it was coming today. Yep. And that is the trailer for the new Kevin Smith film, Tusk. Oh, yes. Now, we've, I, I mean, I know me personally, I've been following the, the development of this movie, you know, since it was first spoken about on Smodcast almost a when year ago. When the idea went out, it's like, I think, hey, it, was, I think it was around August movie? last yeah. year. Um, so I've been following it. Today we get our first look at it, and it looks amazing. I saw an image the other day of uh, Justin Long mm-hmm. 
And is it Michael Parks? Yes, from Red State. Yeah, them sitting across from each other. And I'm like, oh, it looks kind of creepy. It looks amazing. It looks funny. It looks fucking terrifying. Oh, Michael Parks was amazing in Red State as the uh, Fred Phelps type character. Like the minister. Yeah, he... He does creepy well. Oh, yes. And when this trailer starts off, when you first see him, you're like, oh, okay. As it goes on, you're like, you are creepy as fuck. Yeah, I think in that trailer, he seemed creepier than he did in the entire film of Red State. Yeah, he is disturbing. Mm. But, like, I... More disturbing than what Haley Joel Osment looks like these days. Oh, hasn't he chunked out? <laughs> a little bit. Mind he's you, ready to do the truffle can't, shuffle. Can't picture him as a little kid anymore. But he's one of those... Ki- but he's one of those guys who still has his kid's face. He does. He's got the adult he really body does, and he's jumped yeah. out, but he's still got that, that real baby face, face yeah. from Sixth Sense and stuff. Speaking well, he wasn't of Sixth then, but whatever. Speaking of kids, mm. um, Kevin Smith's daughter Harley. Is yeah, in you it? pointed around and said Harley, and I was like, "Do you mean she played Harley Quinn?" And he's like, "No, that's your daughter." Uh, he said, "Your no, <laughs> you said that's Kevin Smith's daughter Harley." Yeah, yeah. and she's she's got a small role in it, which is going to be spinning off into another film. But that's the story oh, for another okay. podcast. But yeah, I haven't. Been, because I don't really listen to the, um, Hollywood Babylon or anything, so you're always the one telling me about these Yeah, I listen to, I listen to quite things. a few of his podcasts every week, yeah. And so I, I haven't really seen too much. Until I saw that image the other day, I well, that was the first thing released. anything about it. Yeah. And I hadn't really been paying attention to it, but watching that trailer, all I can think of is, fuck me, I want to see that right now. See, I'm not... I'm not a scary movie fan. Mm. I never really have been. I mean, I got into the 90s, you know, when the teen slashes came back in the late late 90s and everything. Yeah. But I'm not really a horror fan. Um, this, however, purely because it's a Kevin Smith film, I, I cannot wait to see it. Yep. The other trailer that was released just before Tusk, I was sort of waiting for Tusk to hit and then this other trailer hit and I mm. lost my shit. Yep. Trailer for Arrow Season 3. <laughs> Which starts off about half of it is... It's kind of a little recap, it's just bringing you up to speed. So if you haven't actually seen Season 2 yet, don't watch the trailer. I did, I did post a, a spoiler warning. spoilers in there. Yeah, we won't go into it, but... But it's brought in... It looks really good. I know, because they released an image the other day... Of Colton Haynes? Uh, as Arsenal. Yep. Which is, I found quite interesting that they have actually gone... With that name. Yeah. They haven't gone Red Arrow. Because they've teased Speedy quite a bit, but that's the nickname for his sister. For his sister, Thea. Mm-hmm. They've, you know, they've never really called uh, Ollie Green Arrow. Yeah, which is why, which is where I think it's come from. So, they which can't is, really you can't say. really call him Red Arrow when there's not really Green Arrow. So, I think the Arsenal name is... And he's got the little... Um, the little Fletchets mm. in his... Uh, it's an awesome costume. So, um, left leg jacket, pocket thing, whatever. I'm going out of my mind. Like I said, I've been out of it. I'm letting you take the lead on this episode. Actually, before we get too much more into the Comic-Con stuff, um, I just want to make mention of a friend of mine who lives in California. Yes. Um, a guy who I've sort of got to know over the internet because of we have so many mutual interests and follow the same geeky pages and yeah. podcasts and everything. Um, Lewis, he's actually heading along to Comic-Con tomorrow. Like bastard. I, I got a Facebook message at later earlier this afternoon, like, you know, guess where I'm going tomorrow? Comic-Con. I'm like, guess what? I'm unfriending you now. <laughs> you I son of a I bitch. did actually tell him what I really thought of him, but I won't repeat that in a podcast because <laughs> we're not allowed to drop the C-bomb in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's heading to su- uh, Supernova. He's heading to Comic Con tomorrow. Yeah. Um, 
it said that he may send me a couple of photos. So if that, you know, I might be able to throw them up on the so page. So Lewis, our Geek Speak correspondent. Yeah, he's our unofficial <laughs> Geek Speak correspondent for uh, San Diego Comic Con. So yeah, mate, uh, thank you very much and yeah. do your best. <laughs> and we'll, uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. But moving along. So yeah, we've had the Arrow stuff. I did see, uh, names blanking, but the kid who's playing The Flash. Yeah. He's been getting around Comic-Con in costume. Yeah, I, I saw a quick photo of that. Just uh, getting about. If Look, if I seem a bit skittish with this Comic-Con news, it's just because there has been so much. Yeah. And like, I, I literally have a list in front of me that is like I'm just sitting a there going, full notebook page. Is this going to be another giant size? Yeah, so we're trying to keep it, keep it short yeah. and quick, but there's been so much happening. Um, for me... <laughs> What? You're always keeping things short and quick. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of talk from a man with a lumberjack beard. But anyway. Hey! What? Don't knock the beard. I don't like the beard. You don't. What? Oh, you've got. Look, for the listeners who don't know, like, you've. Because I haven't really seen a current photo of you for a while. No, like, it's been a while. You've shaved your head, you're bald, you've got this fucking hipster lumberjack it's not beard a happening. Hipster. There is nothing hipster or lumberjack about this beard. Well, I don't fucking it like it. It is a trimmed <laughs> beard. I thought, I feel like something different. The thing, I don't know if I'm podcasting the, with Steve Muller or Grizzly fucking Adams. <laughs> the thing with, you know, especially men and, and it hair, scratches me. It's... <laughs> <laughs> like, look, my hair grows so quickly. I can shave it and it'll be back in a couple of weeks. It's just like, when you've got it and you can easily just change it, why not have some fun with it instead of having the same haircut forever? It's your winter It's pelt. the most... Yeah, it is. It's the most... <laughs> The longest beard I've ever had, and that's saying something because I can't really grow that much of a beard. So I'm pretty proud of this. Stop knocking the beard. I, just, I look, like this look. I don't hate it. I'm just saying I prefer Steve Classic. <laughs> Steve Prime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. We need to get back no, on topic here. I, I, I will say there is one bad thing about the beard. What? <laughs> if it gets too close to the mic. Yeah, well... <laughs> Anyway, back on fucking back topic, topic. Brendan. You meant to be leading this. <laughs> the big one for me, obviously, mm-hmm. happened yesterday morning, which I it was a fluke again for me because I was literally five minutes away from walking out the door for work. I yep. was waiting for someone to get here. We were gonna we were travelling to work together, and I was like, oh fucking, you know, got my phone out. Yeah, just happened. <laughs> They released another photo of Ben Affleck in the Batman costume. Well, oh. basically, more specifically, the cow. The cow. Because the cow and the cape have been on display at San yeah, Diego Yeah, they've Comic been on Con. display in this glass cabinet, just the cape you, and cow. You sent me the image. Uh, I know you put it up on the Facebook page. Straight away. You text me it and said, you know, like, what do you think? I'm like, oh, I am just in love with that cow. And you it said, looks awesome. What do you think of the chin? And all I could think was... <laughs> That's a damn fine bat chin. It is a Matt, the chin does take photo a focus. I have to admit, but I can't remember. Does Ben Affleck have such a bum chin? Oh, I think he must. Either he does, or you know how the thing has always been with, say, Christian Bale's. Maybe we see him in profile. Everyone, that everyone much. always gets up uh, Christian Bale for the Batman voice. Yeah, I think he's going to be the bat chin. But when you look at that costume he's wearing, that cow, it really pushes his cheeks in. <laughs> So if your cheeks are pushed in, of course your fucking voice is going to change. That's what I'm feeling with this cow. Is it pushing his cheeks in a bit more? That He does have a bit of the cleft chin. He does. But it's simply making it more pronounced because it's pushing the skin. I, look, I don't know. All I can say on the thing is I thought it looked incredible. I think it looks amazing. I looked at you know a few of the sites. It's still got a bit of a sad Batman feel to it. <laughs> 
a few of the sites, you know, similar to Geekspeak and everything, but yeah. that were posting it. I, I couldn't help myself. I looked at some of the comments. I, I, there's still all these people like, I mean, there were people out there posting simply just like, no, hate it, not seeing this movie, the ears are too short, blah, blah, blah. And the I mean, ears are the perfect, but they're and the, this is the thing. fucking bat ears that I've been waiting this for. This is the thing, okay? I, I, I really have to question the people that are posting these comments. It it's looks just like, practical. Have you read a fucking comic in the last... Fifty years. In the, fuck it. The last yeah, seventy-five have you read a years. Batman comic. I mean, yeah, they did, did go through a period there where the ears were quite long, but mm-hmm. the last at least ten years or so, mate. The people sitting here saying no to the ears would be the people who are saying the Dark Knight Returns is the greatest story ever. Well, yeah, that, exactly. Uh, for me, like, have you seen the ears? For me, I looked at that photo, and as much as I love the Nolan films and I love the nineties films, look, I love all the movies. Let's yeah. be fucking honest. I see that. And that is the most direct translation from, from comic the to live action we have ever seen. Because when you look at, especially like the Michael Keaton cow, I'm looking at it right now with it was your a standing reinvention. your cow. They are really long pointed ears. They are really going more for the, he's trying to be the bat. Yeah. they It's hard to explain. Like they are going more for the... Well, look, it was Tim Burton. He goes for the exaggerated. This is going for the more real. Mm. So, of course, it's going to be Foreman. Look at uh, they got the slightly Christian shorter Bale with Christian like, Bale, but ta- it was still similar. Slightly shorter, but you know, the when they designed the mask, or is it the second film? Which is like, I need to move my neck. Yeah, it was the second one. They look at making it practical. Yeah, he, he's he's a brawler. Mm. He. You don't want someone holding on to those ears. Which Catwoman to... does in Batman Returns with the Michael Keaton ears. She grabs the ears and knees him in the head. Yeah. It's like having long hair in a bar fight. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think I have a shaved head, Brandon? <laughs> I get in a lot of bar fights. You do. You're just running into bars everywhere. <laughs> Not opening your eyes. But look, you know, I think it looks... Again, we haven't seen any footage. No. Comic-Con isn't isn't over yet. It's not over yet. We've still got the Warner Brothers and the Marvel panels to come. We haven't seen any footage yet, but just from that photo, the most direct translation I've ever seen. Yep. On that photo and how we just said that, you know, probably thinking we might get some footage before Comic-Con's out. Yeah. I did get a little bit of feedback. I have heard it previous, but I did hear a bit of feedback from someone the other day, you know, after posting the photo, saying that they're kind of already over. Superman, Batman, Dawn of Justice. Sorry, Batman, Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yeah. And, and, you know, this film's like still two years away and we're still just getting all these images and it seems like they're doing it to play catch up to Marvel and everything else. I can just say from the point of view of someone who, I mean, yes, I love all comic book films, but yeah. I'm not a Marvel guy. I'm a DC guy. Yeah. We've we've never had this. No, like, we, we haven't had this towards, universe building. They're building towards a cinematic universe. And I don't think it's... the they're trying to play catch up with Marvel. I think it's the fact that yes, this film is still two years away, but Marvel have so interested. many movies coming out between now and then, and they need to remain relevant. Yeah, they don't want to get if, forgotten. And I can tell you now, if they weren't putting up photos, if they weren't posting shit, yeah, because they're filming. Be going, I want to see it. What the fuck? I want to see stuff. So it's kind of that lose-lose situation for them where if they don't put it up, they get hammered. If they do put it up, people whinge going, oh, they would see this. And, you know, people have been saying, you know, the, the, the rumours and I guess the hope that we, there might be some footage, like a, a t- little teaser or something. Yeah. But like, oh, you know, they've only been filming for so long. People tend to forget. At Comic-Con last year, Guardians of the Galaxy had literally been filming for a couple of weeks. And didn't like, they do a... They did like a sizzle a reel. reel or something? 
It's like, so, I mean, there's footage there. If yeah. they want to show something, they can show something. They have every fucking right to. Yeah. Because with these companies and everything, it's about winning Comic-Con. Mm. And if their next film isn't for two years and they want to start building hype now, fucking more power to them. Well, look at last year's Comic-Con. That was when Age of Ultron was announced. Yeah. Uh, it was when... We were announced that Bet the Batman was going to be in the then Man of Steel sequel. Yeah, like... And it is it is a competition for them. Comic-Con has become so far... Especially on movies. Oh, shit, yeah. It's the ones that come out where, you know... Is it Hall H? Yes, they Hall always H do is it a big in. one, yeah. And because I know uh, Marvel are due tomorrow and there's some... We'll come back to that in a mm-hmm. second about what could potentially be announced. But it is after Comic-Con you need to have that big thing that is going to keep people talking. Mm-hmm. Like last year, Batman being in Superman 2, uh, Man of Steel 2, whatever what it, it's called now. And yeah. you've got, uh, and at the time, Age of Ultron. It is a competition for them. Yeah. They need to make the biggest announcement. Speaking of announcements with Warner Brothers and DC, yes, the one that everyone's pretty much expecting, or it's pretty much a given at this point, mm. is uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yes, now he's been doing the circuit lately for Hercules, Hercules by Brett Ratner. Yeah, and I don't know how many they're going to get. So many explosions in there <laughs> by Brett Ratner. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he was, yeah, I think it was with Total Film or Empire or something the other day. Yeah, he, I think it was Total Film. He was in. He was interviewed, and I think they asked him about what was coming up for him, mm-hmm. or the the rumors about you know him being linked to DC the, the and Warner Brothers. Was, yeah, that there's the rumors about him playing Black Adam and stuff like that. And he said, and I quote, "I will well, say b- before you say that he yeah. did address the things about uh, playing John Stewart." Yes, and he said. Him and DC have had a lot of talks mm-hmm. where, you know, he plays a particular character. He is a particular character. Mm-hmm. So they need to find that best fit. Yeah. And as much as he loves John Stewart... It's not John Stewart. He's not John Stewart. No. The other one was, I think, John Jones, Martian Manhunter. No. He's like... I've never yeah, seen they, that either. They would be great characters to play, but they're not my characters. There are other people that could do them more justice. I There are certain characters that I can play. Mm-hmm. So he gave a bit of a hint, which is still kind of up in the air about who. It's between two people, Mm. but this is is a direct quote. I will say this. There's a character out there that we're going to announce very soon that I'm going to play, and I'll just say this. This character has the power of Superman. He can throw down. Just say the word. That's all I'm going to say. Because when you watch the video, he doesn't say it all in one hit. He, He gets very... He really thinks about his words. What he can and can't because say, yeah. he gets those questions where it's like, look, I can't announce this shit. Yeah. You guys can ask, ask these questions, but, you know, good on you for trying. But he does that little, he's sitting there thinking, and then after a bit of silence just goes, just say the word. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. So, of course, everybody's thinking Shazam. Shazam! But then when you look at The Rock... Yeah. He looks very much like Black Adam. He could play Black Adam. He's got the aesthetic. Oh, shit, yeah. Of Black Adam. It's kind of like the Samuel L. Jackson, you know, playing uh, uh, Nick Fury. Nick Fury. I mean, I know they based the character on him in the comics, but it sort of With went full the circle. With comics, yeah. But, I mean, who else was going to play that role? Yeah. But, yeah, he, he very much has the look. But then to add to it... Um, he tweeted himself, I think it was yesterday, he tweeted a photo. It was actually the photo from the, the cover art of the DC um, Presents short film, the Superman versus Shazam. 
Yes, yeah. And it's a photo of Superman sort of slightly in the background, and mm-hmm. then in the foreground you have Black Adam and Shazam. Or Captain Marvel. Or Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. but you, it's going to be called it's Shazam. Shazam. Um, pretty much about to throw a punch at each other. And his tweet was that photo, and it just said, someone's going to get it, dot, dot, dot. Again, who is he referring who, to? Yeah, Black Adam or Shazam? Because in the foreground is Black Adam. Do you want to know who I think it is? Miss Marvel? No, that's a whole different <laughs> Marvel. Ma- that's, a, that's a whole different no studio. I honestly think he's going to be Shazam. Yeah. Simply for the fact that I think Warner Brothers and DC would want someone of the caliber of Dwayne Johnson playing a hero. It's interesting. I don't think they would cast it's funny him as you a say villain. Dwayne Johnson because some of these articles I still see say The Rock. The Rock, Dwayne and Johnson. I saw a picture yeah. getting around yesterday that says, has anyone noticed that Dwayne Johnson looks a lot like The Rock? <laughs> I did see because that. Because he has dropped The Rock. He, he is now Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. But yeah. He's one of he's, the rare wrestlers that have come out and he, he can actually act he, and he's I, a good actor. I love it. I watched uh, Welcome to the Jungle again mm-hmm. the other day, which in America is it was hard for me to get because it's called The Rundown. Oh, wow. There, there is a Welcome to the Jungle in America from last year with Jean-Claude Van yes. Damme. Yes, there is. Um... But yeah, he's the like. Look at him; he's playing Hercules. Yeah, uh, in the Fast and Furious movies, he plays the good cop. Mm-hmm. He's the hero character. Yeah, I, I that's, can't that's imagine he, the Rock. You know, going back to his wrestling days, could be the hero or the villain. Like he was the people's champion, but then he was the corporate champion, whatever it was called. And just he just he could play Black Adam. He would be amazing as Black Adam. Who's but, to say he wouldn't play? Who's to say he couldn't play both? But I, oh, I just feel with CGI and everything that with him, with his caliber, yeah, with his presence, mm-hmm. with what he does, they are the not going to in. make him the villain. No, and that's the other thing I just wanted to say too. With the way that Marvel cast their movies, and I mean we don't need to go into it, but they perfect Funnily casting. Enough, his uh, Twitter handle is still at the Rock. Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, you know, Marvel cast movies just perfectly. 100% to a T. You can never really fault them. Yeah. I think... And the actors that they have lined up Mm. for movies as well. Yeah. And attached to projects. I think Warner Brothers and DC getting a a scalp like Dwayne Johnson to be in this this DC Cinematic Universe, that's a huge win for them. Oh, yeah. I think. And and for him to be playing... Again, I just... He'll be a hero. They won't waste him in a villain role. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's sort of the one that we're expecting from DC to be announced. Moving away from DC, mm-hmm. I mentioned just a second ago the, about Marvel. Yes. Uh, their panel's and I due mentioned tomorrow. From, yes. <laughs> uh, Rumours been getting around lately about Doctor Strange. There have been, particularly uh, the last 24 hours. Yes. Uh, up until now, there's been talk of Jared Leto. Oh, really? Who, yeah, I would love to see as Doctor Strange. He even released a photo a few weeks ago because he's got luscious long hair, very old school Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, it's no good for a bar fight. He though. even he, uh, shaved his mustache into a very Doctor Strange-esque. Like, he looks the part. Mm-hmm. And you know he's got the acting chops to do it. He just won oh, a freaking Oscar. Award, yeah. Um, but no, the rumour getting around right now is ahead of the Marvel panel tomorrow. Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> is apparently in talks to play Doctor Strange, yeah. and it looks like Marvel may announce it. Benedict Cumberbatch was also rumoured along Benedict, a little while yeah, ago. Was. And Tom Hardy. Oh, I didn't know about Tom Hardy. Yeah. Uh, out of all of them, look, I love Joaquin Phoenix, mm. but I can't get it out of my head that Jared, Jared Leto belongs yeah. in that role. He... 
But then at the same time, I'm thinking, is it just because I'm thinking of the aesthetic? Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's got the aesthetic and the acting well, chops both Academy to pull it off. Actors, so. yeah, look, it's nothing against Joaquin Phoenix. It's a win-win I, for I Marvel. I would personally prefer Jared Leto, but if Joaquin gets that role, fucking good on him, and I know I'm going to love that movie because he's a great actor. Yeah. Speaking of Marvel films, yes, uh, they announced earlier this week five uh, dates, mm-hmm. like going all the way up to 2019. That they've got oh, slated. They've got is slated this like we were talking about in one of our last issues with her, uh, that rumor of the DC schedule of possibly yeah. But um, this is a, like a more confirmed date. Yeah, schedule. they've actually got these dates locked down. They don't haven't said for what, but yeah, they added five dates. It's and funny then, that they do that. That there's no mate, th- mate. That's the thing. They come out. You know, they're coming out on the front foot. They're putting it all on front it's street. Like, we're going to take these dates. We don't know what movie's going to go in there, so it makes you think, are they just rushing production of films just to fill those dates? Or do they got, know they've what's, got a plan. They, they know what's going it. there. They just haven't announced yeah, it. Yeah, so like, I, I totally think that's so what it is. So when you've got dates for 2019, it's like, well, when that's five years away, yeah. you could be working on a film from now. So, okay. well, take actually, let, let me start by telling you another story. Mm. Um, to come from the first day of Comic-Con, uh, the... Announcement was made that The Amazing Spider-Man 3 oh, yes. is moving from... It was meant to be 2016. So, again, only another two-year turnaround and between Spider-Man films. Sinister 6 2017? Sinister 6 was 2018. Okay. So, yeah, what they've done is they're pushing The Amazing Spider-Man 3 back to 2018. Okay. They're actually moving Sinister 6 up to 2016. Oh, so they've swapped them. They've swapped them. So I wonder if that's a bit of a maybe Amazing Spider-Man two didn't do so well for them, so they want to go in a different angle to keep. Okay, look at going back to Batman v Superman mm-hmm. to keep people interested. If they throw out Spider-Man three, and it's not that good, which look at a last lot of people Spider-Man argued 3, that Spider-Man two wasn't that great either. By the time Sinister Six comes out, are people going to be interested in seeing that? Whereas if they try catch them with this first, it'll get people more interested in seeing. I would question are people going to be interested in seeing a Sinister Six movie? Period. But that we won't get into that. Yeah. After the whole, oh, there's too many villains. I'm like, if you're doing a Sinister Six film, there's going to be six villains. And like I've said before, my problem with that is I, who who do you root for like who do you go for and if you're going like, to make is Spider-Man going to appear in that but as a bit part and because you, you need to root for someone and if you're going to make one of the villains sympathetic you can't then have them be a villain against Spider-Man I, I'm not going into it yeah, not going into that it. is going to be an interesting but film they, I mean movies that we already know is you know the 1st of May 2015 Avengers Age of Ultron Ooh, 17th yeah. of July 2015 Ant-Man mm-hmm. and then the 6th of May Captain America 3 6th of May 2016. 2016, sorry, yeah. And uh, there's the 8th of July 2016, and that's the one that everyone's pegging to be um, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Yep, yep. They've come out. They've got the 5th of May 2017. Yep. The 28th of July 2017. Uh-huh. The 3rd of November 2017. Yep. They've also said the 6th of July 2018, 2nd of November 2018, and mm-hmm. the 3rd of May 2019. Okay. Now, they were announced earlier in the week. Yep, yep. After all the news about Spider-Man broke, a day or so later, they have then come out and said they're going to also release something on the 4th of May, 2018. So that's three films that Which year. was supposed to be the release date of The Amazing Spider-Man 4. Because The Amazing oh. Spider-Man 3 has moved back. They oh, so Amazing Spider-Man 4 was actually going to be in the same year as Sinister 6. I think so. Oh. I think so. So they're now taking the date. Because that would have tied in a bit. Of what was supposed to be the, what was rumored to be the Amazing Spider-Man four, 
they've moved off that day. They're like, Marvel if Fox have given it up, we'll take oh, it. Fox, Sony. Sony. They're like, we'll have it. <laughs> so yeah. that's how confident but they are in their film projects, it, But man. that's what I mean. It's like, oh, they've given up this date. We'll take it. Oh, shit. What are we going to put there now? Yeah. So... But then again, what have you got? Okay, so you've got Captain America 3. There's the expected Doctor Strange. If Doctor Strange is in 2016 and we're going up to 2019, there's the potential for a Doctor Strange sequel. Well, I you've mean, got Guardians, of, Guardians the of the Galaxy coming sequel. out. So you've got Guardians of the Galaxy sequels, possibly two and three in there. Possibly an Ant-Man sequel? Possibly an Ant-Man the sequel. Avengers 3 is You're going, going to have Avengers somewhere. 3 in there. I wouldn't put it past them. Let's see, 2016 going up to 2019. There is talk of a Miss Marvel film. Uh, yeah, because honestly, they could chuck her in Avengers Age of Ultron as a two-minute cameo. Hey, here's Carol Danvers, mm-hmm. who Joss Whedon himself has even said he'd love to see Katie Sackhoff from Battlestar Galactica, and that would be fucking amazing. Okay. And we need to remember, too, like there's also going to be a Thor 3 in there somewhere. Thor 3, you could even have Captain America 4. Four, if they do that. If they go the route of Steve Rogers possibly it, dies and Bucky slash Winter Soldier takes over. Because I think that's after a third of Captain America film and taking into account the Avengers films, that's when contracts need to start being renegotiated. At, well, look at what's going on lately in the comic world. You know, you've got the Falcon has now taken over Captain America. Yeah, that's happened since we last recorded. You've got a female, female Thor, Thor. Tom Taylor, Geek Speak regular that we've spoken to a number of times at Supernova. Yes. Aussie boy uh, did the deep and has been working on in did amazing work on injustice and has been working with a fellow Aussie Nicholas Scott on Earth Two. Earth Two, yep. He's taking over Iron Man. Yeah, is it Superior the um, Iron Superior Man? Iron Man. And he's yeah. got a new white suit. It's got they've, they're kind of going the Steve Jobs angle. <laughs> he, I think he releases his extremist tech to the public. Okay. Uh, and they've even done like this image of him doing the Steve Jobs finger <laughs> pistol thing on the chin. So, yeah, the, the, there are a lot of changes happening in the comic world that they could also do in the... Because, look, Falcon's, Falcon was in Winter Soldier. He's in Avengers 2. Yeah, I mean, they could... Uh, I don't know. There, there's it's so a lot of speculation. A lot of speculation, but let's move away from it. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? We've got a lot of Comic-Con stuff. We've got to power through it. We said we're going to power through it. We keep speculating for 15 minutes. Uh, let me go back to DC quickly. Uh, yesterday, there was a panel uh, for the announcement of the Batman 66 um, home release, finally. Oh. For the Blu-ray and DVDs. You had Adam West... So that's Bert- why I could hear your moans from a mile away. <laughs> you had Adam West, Burt Ward, and Julie Newmar. I did see that photo. Fo- Is that what they were announcing? Yes, that's I what saw, they were there for. I saw a photo of them, but I had no idea what they were actually doing. Yeah, so um, they were pretty much... I mean, we all knew it was coming, but now yeah. there's the official release date of November 11. Now, I... Don't know if that will be a worldwide release date um, mm. or if that will just be, you know, the US States. and we'll get it eventually. But it will be coming um, in Blu-ray and DVD. Yep. There will be a, a limited edition Blu-ray set, which, you know, I would like to get. And, it, I mean, it's going to include things like, you know, there's an exclusive Hot Wheels Batmobile, mm. um, 44 trading cards, an Adam West scrapbook. You know, all this, all this awesome stuff. From what stuff. I've seen here too, they're individually numbered, so they're they are. So it'll be, items. it'll be a limited edition. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just for your standard release, I think on DVD and Blu-ray, I mean, there's so many special features. I know they've been working towards this for a long time, and I mean, I know Ralph Garman has actually filmed something that's going to be part of the oh, special features. Yeah, because you were telling so me I think one it's about of his last Batman issues, collection he's a massive Batman oh, yeah. 66 fan, which is Huge. why they got him on the Huge. Green Hornet Batman 66 comic. Um, so, I mean... That was announced the other day, so that that's going to be a big... I think that's going to be a stocking stuffer for a lot of Batman fans yep. this Christmas. Um, so yeah, that was... I just wanted to touch on that briefly because, you know, for me, 
that's that's pretty big news. Yeah. Well, for me, pretty big news coming out of Comic-Con was, I can't remember if I mentioned in a podcast, one of the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives for Transformers, because mm-hmm. they do the figures and all that, were four of the Dinobots from the new film in their original Generation 1 colours. Yes. Now, the fifth one that I was expecting and really hoping for was Sludge. Who, Your favourite? My favourite Transformer ever. Not in that set. Bastards. I was fucking furious. <laughs> you were shooting fire out your asshole. Oh, my God. You it's almost like, rocketed. Th- because they've got a figure for Sludge coming out for the film. He's been renamed Slog. I think I may have mentioned this. Was he in the film? He wasn't actually in the film, but they always do the figures. And Neither was Snarl, the Stegosaurus. They've done figures for them. Okay. So I was like, why the fuck is it not in so the I've set? I've already put that out it of my mind. It is a Voyager class, which is a bit bigger than some of the others. It probably would have made the set too expensive. Yep. All these things. So I was pretty pissed because this is only the second Sludge figure ever mm-hmm. in existence. Oh, officially. Yep. There are third-party ones, but I won't get into that. Announced the San Diego Comic-Con yesterday with all the new Transformers lines because they, uh, they showed footage of the new cartoon they're doing called mm-hmm. Robots in Disguise. Uh, the new lines for the next year of figures where they're bringing back combiners with the full Scramble City that Transformers fans will know with the combiners. You could just switch them up. You know, you could chuck in Brawl from the Combaticons onto Superior's arm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Was announced, Generation 1 coloured sludge. Well, that's why I could hear moans coming yeah, from you yesterday. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there, you <laughs> prick. Uh, Amazon exclusive. Oh, wow. So it's That could t- make it tricky for you, maybe. It, it will, because last time I tried to buy f- figures from Amazon was over 10 years ago, but they wouldn't ship to Australia because we had different safety laws. Okay. They had spring-loaded weapons, though. Ah. I don't know if because this one doesn't have that, whether they will or whether they just have a blanket, no, we're not shipping. But no, I was very excited because it does tie into the San Diego Comic-Con set. I'm not getting that because even though it's cool, it's expensive and I only want sludge. <laughs> and But yeah, they've done the chrome and the original colours to tie in. Yes. So that was my biggest thing to come out of Comic-Con. Um, while we're talking Comic-Con, because we, there are other things we want to talk about, but yep. they aren't exclusively Comic-Con. Do you want to talk about the casting announcement for Game of Thrones? Season, yes, season five? Uh, because they played a video yesterday of the new cast members actually announced, like they've you know just filmed it, looks like on their phones or whatever. Now, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I and do. the only person I knew in this casting announcement was Jonathan Price. He's done a lot of things. But Which is he funny was because I've read Tomorrow all the Never Dies. <laughs> yeah, I've read all the Song of Ice and Fire books, and he's a character that I can't even remember mm-hmm. called High Sparrow. So Hi, got, Sparrow. Hi, Sparrow. So you've got Jonathan Price in there. A lot of other names that... It you seems might not know the names, but you may know the faces. Yeah, like Jessica Henwick, uh, Alexander Siddig, who I knew straight away. I quickly looked him up. He played uh, El-Rahim, El-Gahim in um, Da Vinci's Demons. Okay. He was like the seer that would give Da Vinci is like, yeah, you know, you're destined for greater things. Uh, he's playing one of the guys from Dawn. They go more for the... They've got the darkest skin. Like, yep. um, they're more the Mediterranean area of the Song of Ice and Fire world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toby Sebastian, Neil Tiger Free. Uh, like, a lot of names I don't know. Yeah, but you might know the faces. You may know the faces, but the one I do know, definitely apart from Jonathan Price, Keisha Castle-Hughes. Yeah. Uh, she's the New Zealand girl. Did the song? Her claim, uh, rise to fame was uh, Whale Rider. Yeah, Whale Rider. She was Rider. only about like twelve. I or think 13 she was in the Nativity the and things as well. 
Yeah, she's been in a few things I've seen in recent years. She kind of took a bit of a break from acting because she had a kid. Okay. Very young still. Uh, she's in there. So, Game of Thrones casting announcement. If you, A lot of people from Dawn, the Sand Sisters and anyone who has read the books or has at least watched the show and knows of Dawn should mm-hmm. be looking forward to them. They are awesome characters. Yep. So yeah, that came out yesterday. So again, we'll we'll move on with some news, but this may not be Comic-Con specific, yeah. if you will. There's been a few things happen. Um, for the Doctor Who fans, it was announced yesterday that Peter Capaldi's first um, Doctor Who yes. likes episode called, called Deep Breath, um, it'll be getting a worldwide cinema release. For, for one, one day, day only on Similar August 23rd. What, yeah, they did, they've done that for the Christmas special They did it for Day of the Doctor, and because it, it, was, oh, such and a big, Doctor. it was such a big hit, they're doing it again. Because um, this is the first episode with Peter Capaldi as the Doctor. Yeah. I mean, we've never really talked Doctor Who on this podcast because I don't watch it. It's not my thing. I, you kind of come in and out. Yeah, I've come in and out just because Billy Piper shit me. I, I love the Matt Smith season, but I still haven't finished it. Okay. I kind of... It got pushed to the wayside. Kind of mentioning it because Todd's not around at the moment because, you know, yeah. he'd be losing his fucking mind over he it. He fucking... You know him. Mm-hmm. He will be there. I do know he him. And 12 be- months ago, we never watched Doctor Who. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Influenced. Um, speaking of um, British icons, um, oh, there has been some bond. There has been some bond news that I can finally talk about. Yes, um, it's it was only came out. It must have been yesterday because I hadn't heard this until um, earlier this afternoon. Um, not the whole film, but parts of Bond Twenty Four will actually be filming in Italy. Oh, okay. It, it says Rome, but then like other parts, it doesn't specify Rome. It just sort of says Italy. I- Italy. Um, so are we going for an Italian story or is it just part, you know, he's a bit of a globetrotter. It's just part of the I, film. I, I'm not too Italy? sure. Like the president for the, let me just try my Italian here. I, I did consult my wife on how to pronounce some of these <laughs> words. The president of the uh, Letizio. Uh, hang on, let me try that again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're terrible. Learn some Italian. The president of the Letizio Film Commission um, dropped a few details and he said... Um, that looks he, like Lazio. 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 I met the producers of the Bond series, Barbara Broccoli and Michael G. Wilson. Um, We discussed the project. One of the key scenes among the most spectacular in the film will be a car chase in the... Hang on. Hang on. I've got this. The Via Quattro Fontane. (laughs) (laughs) And I've actually actually written that down phonetically as to how I need to actually say it. Oh my God, this is the best thing to watch. I feel sorry for you listeners because you need to see this. Oh look, I'm butchering it, but I'm doing my... Hey, at least I've given it a shot. Yeah, Because my wife can speak Italian. So I tried to to help her out. So they're going to be filming a car chase around there. He's really excited and he hoped that it streamlines the city um, for granting permits for films. And he hopes that, you know... Bureaucracy doesn't stop this from happening, essentially, yeah. or get in the way of you know things yeah. happening. But yeah, it's looking like Bond's headed to to Italy, and cool. I, for the life of me, I mean, I, I know he would have, but I can't remember the last time he was in Italy. He was in film. Italy, so so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's just little bits and pieces for Bond, but you know, it's meant to start filming towards the end of, um, you know, this year. Yep. Um, for for a cinema release towards the end of next year. Yep. So, you know, towards the end of the year, there'll be more and more Bond news and casting. We'll get the title and everything. So. No, you'll be talking about it. Oh, yes, I will. What else we got? We're going to um, get to a other planned activity. Let's wrap through this. Okay. 
Lucy Lawless. Yep. The other day was uh, announced that she's been cast in Agents of Shield, yeah. but an unspecified role. Mm, God, they know how to pick that. Like, Again, Marvel with their, their casting, they know they? their demographic. They yep. know the kind of people that you know the geek world idolize and everything. Going and to Lucy get excited Lawless, about Lucy Lawless is one of those. You know, another another perfect casting, perfect casting announcement for them. Yep. Now the guys have mentioned previously on Geek Speak Live mm-hmm. a Kickstarter film project. Um, that's called The Death of Superman Lives. Oh, I thought what you were going happened? with the Ninja Turtles documentary for a second. No. It's a, it's a Kickstarter film documentary that a, a guy's making all about the, the Tim Burton Superman film. I mean, it's been spoken about for years. It's quite famous for a film that was never made. Kevin Smith was brought in to do an early, you know, draft of the script. He actually was hired to write the script. Tim Burton was then brought yeah, in. Kevin Smith the one- was asked to move on and... John Peters the, was involved. The, the photos got around of Nicolas Cage in Nicolas the Cage bla- was, was cast. It like a black and silver suit. There was various suits that were made. I've seen the black and silver one. I think. Yeah. So there's actually a trailer for this for this documentary oh, cool. film that's out now. Um, it looks amazing. It. I had a little conversation on Facebook before with with Wade from yeah. Geek Speak, and I said that I'm glad the movie was never made, but it's interesting as fuck to find out. What could have been like? What happened? And because I've got books from years ago that I even used in uni about comic book films and you know characters and stuff like theses on them. Mm. And there was a lot of mention of this Superman film that Kevin Smith, like the amount of script rewrites it went through. And I always remember that Kevin Smith yeah. was brought on to write a version. Uh, and Wade's of the impression that he wished it had have been made. He yeah. would have loved to have seen it. And as much as I say, I wouldn't have liked. I'm glad it wasn't made. Of all the versions I would have wanted to see, I would have wanted to see the original Kevin Smith scripted version get made. Yep. Because after he was sort of Tim Burton came in and he was he left the, you know, the project, it became this whole other thing that, you know, Superman wasn't going to fly and he was going to wear black. That but, that was the black costume that yeah, I seen. And it, I, it went very I don't know. Tim Burton. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Kevin Smith being Superman. the comic fan would have probably kept it a bit more yeah. true so, to look, character. I, I'm not sure exactly when this film will be released, but yep. I, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be very, very interesting. Have you interesting. chucked it up on the Facebook page? I haven't yet, no. Chuck it up on the Facebook page, uh, listeners. If you well, when you listen to this, head back, check it out. I'll chuck it up when this podcast goes up. I'll okay. put it up around that time. Along with something else I wanted to talk about. This is up our alley. Just quickly. There was a new song released the other day. Oh, yes. <laughs> for the brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I had heard a part of it. The TV spots have been getting around for the new Ninja Turtles film. Yes. Because it's out in a couple of weeks in the States. Mm-hmm. Going to remind you again. We September 11th. Later. Yes. Fuckers. Uh, so all the TV spots are hitting. They are. And now. there's this one with a bit of a song that I kind of liked. It... It sounded a bit. I'm not a fan of hip hop or no, rap no, anymore, or not at all, especially uh, uh, dubstep or anything like no. that. But it sounded like a kind of mix of that. It was the instrumentals. It really went well with the vision. It did. The song is called Shell Shocked. Mm-hmm. Now it's by Wiz. I can't. Wiz not, Khalifa. Gonna, Wiz Khalifa. I was going to butcher that name. Wiz yep. Khalifa, Juicy J, and Ty Dollar Sign. Now spelt with a dollar uh, sign s. It look. It ain't no turtle power. Nope. From Partners it in ain't Crime. No uh Ninja Rap. Nope. <laughs> but for this generation, I look I don't I don't I don't it, hate it, it as much. If you'd have just told me these are the artists that are gonna be doing the song for the new Turtles movie, I'd have gone, nah. 
I heard you it. You sent it to me. I saw the names. I'm like, oh god. I probably listened to half of it. Yeah, it's not. It's not bad. I can understand why for a new generation. Yeah, it's going this is the approach that. they're taking. I do like the instrumentals. Mm-hmm. If you see the TV spots with the with the song in it, and there's no lyrics, it does play well with yeah. The, like I said, with the vision, with the footage, with the film itself. The lyrics just seem a little forced, and yeah. because it's rap and it doesn't tell the story like... of the movie, which <laughs> disappoints me. <laughs> <laughs> it just yeah, but yeah, check it out if you can. Uh, again, I'll, shell shocked. Shell shocked. I'll mm. post the video again when this podcast goes up. Yep, I'll post the trailer for the Superman movie, and yep. I'll post this video. This um film. Sorry, it's not even a film clip. It's just a still footage with the, the audio. It's just the song. Yeah, released I'll it. post both so you'll have a point of reference when you yeah. listen to this show. Yeah. But I think that's enough of Comic-Con. I think it's enough of what's been happening because it's pretty much the entire issue. Yeah, we're, we're coming into the tail end of this issue. We are. We won't, we won't give you another two hours. No, but we did say we were going to get something in uh, this issue that we got you guys to write in. Yes. We got you to send in your feedback. And Last we issue we announced the next Sidekick Showdown. We did. Which is... What would you prefer? One great season of a TV show or five great... Good seasons of a TV show. So sizzle on that for a second. Sidekick Showdown. Ah! You shot me! I know how much you love my uh, Ninja Turtles Turtle Talk opener. Yeah. That is my favourite. That one's your favourite? I put a lot of work into that one. <laughs> it's that really I, funny that's because... That's my baby. A couple of weeks after, you know, you made all these intros... Yeah. I mean, people, you know, may not be aware, overseas listeners and stuff, there's a, a band, a Brisbane band at the moment, Shepherd, and they're yep. kind of the next big thing. They've got the number one album in the country at the moment. Huge deal. There's talk of Justin Bieber's manager taking them on and He's shit like He's picked that. them up for America, but... Yep. They have a, the last song on their album is called Halfway to Hell. Yeah. And I first heard that song. The intro to that song, Dead Set, <laughs> is the exact same intro to the Psychic well, Showdown. It's the old, uh, the Western. Yeah. Opener. Slide guitar and stuff. Yeah. To the point that whenever I listen to that song. You're waiting for the gunshot? No, in my head, I do the. <laughs> you shot me every fucking time. And I really like that song. Still think that w- that's one of my favorites. That was, pro- I think that was actually the first intro I created and I put a lot of work mm-hmm. into that, getting all the sound elements. Because I learned that sort of stuff at uni, finding those sound elements and uh, recording Foley and everything for films. Yeah. And how you see something on screen and you see someone open a, like, cock a gun yep. and I could have made that sound with a stapler a pair of scissors and a biro yeah so you're a MacGyver guy I'm, I'm very I'm I very mean, proud of that one I wish you'd stopped at the sidekick showdown and not done the Brendan's Rants but ah ah oh for fuck's sake Brendan's Rants that's so out of tune by the way <laughs> <laughs> rah <laughs> I forgot about my little rah <laughs> Anywho, Anytime you say Brendan Trance, that thing is going to get played. That segment that shall not be named. But going back to Sidekick <laughs> Showdown. Yes. Uh, yes, we did announce last issue. One, one great season yep. of a TV show or five good seasons. And we kind of left it open to the listeners as to how you kind of see that. Do you want one great season and then four lacklustre seasons and see the show keep going? Yeah. Do you want that one awesome one and then that's it? There's never anything else? Mm-hmm. 
do you just want five seasons that are just of a good show? None are too standout. So we did kind of leave it open to you. Now, we had um, listener John write in. Yep. And he said, well, I've watched and loved both types of shows. If I had to choose, I would prefer one great season. The temptation is always there to want more seasons with the characters and the stories that you love, but the great is better than you... Sorry, but the great is better than good, and I could always follow the actors, writers, and directors onto other projects. Yeah, I'm kind of on the mind. We did speak about this last time. Yep. We, I often use Supernatural yeah. as an example. Funnily enough, so did, uh, so did Honorary Sidekick Grace yeah. today when I saw Supernatural her. Supernatural is the one where... It was it. It should have been five seasons. That's yes, where that Eric Kripke yeah. had it. Yep. They decide to keep it going mm-hmm. because it it brings them in the cash. Yep. And now it's on to what season eight season or nine, nine or I don't. Oh fuck me! I'm pretty sure it's been picked up for ten. And I remember saying, you know, I gave up when about halfway through. I believe it was probably season. Seven, maybe I, I watched up to the end of season five religiously. Whatever season was playing when Arrow started. Yeah, I don't know. I watched up to season five religiously, and yep. then I watched the first episode of season six, and I just never got back to it, and then I didn't care, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to leave it at five, because that was yeah. the intent. When it started years ago, I was watching it, but I was working a lot of nights on the night it'd be on, so I didn't get to see it all, and it was a few years later, one of my good friends who lived next to me had them all on DVD, and she was a massive fan, so we power-watched it over the course of a week. And then we'd proceed to get all the new episodes and we'd have Supernatural Night mm-hmm. where or we'd let it go a few weeks and we'd just watch a few episodes together. Yep. Loved it. And it then was a great show. it got to the later seasons and really just went downhill. Yeah. Uh almost human. Yes. Lasted one season. Great show. Left a bit open to keep going. We're not gonna get a second yeah. season. I know that- Terra Nova, the one yeah. that was filmed in Australia. Yep. It it started off well, had a fair few lacklustre episodes, had a good story, again, left it open to keep going, stopped. And it's like, it wasn't the one exceptional season, but I would I wanted to see it keep going, hoping yeah. that it got better. Yeah. I, I've been watching Fringe, and I know I said too, that season one and two could not stop. Like, we were just yep. going through... Now, like, we'll watch a couple episodes of season four, and it's still good, mm-hmm. but part of me is just like, we're, we're seeing it out now, because Emily hasn't seen season five. Yeah. And so we've been watching it all, because I hadn't seen it from the start. And yeah, season one and two, phenomenal. Season three and four, yeah, they're, they're okay. It's, I But mean, I still want to see the show out. I guess the point of reference that everyone goes to is Firefly for in terms of like the one Ooh, season. Yeah. But how you were saying, I mean, I know with a lot of shows, it's always the, the consensus that the early stuff is the good stuff. And as it goes on, it kind of dips in quality. I think I mentioned on the last issue that Jess and I watched Covert Affairs. Yes. With Piper Perabo, yeah, you were. And it's kind of the opposite in the way that it was always a really good show. But the first two seasons, it was always sort of like mission of the week. And like everything, and that's what I liked about, say, Supernatural Monster was, of the Week. There was there was that overarching story arc for the whole season. You know that they'd touch on sort of once or twice in an episode, and it, or there might be a few episodes where it wouldn't come into play, and then towards yeah. the end of the season they'd bring it in and wrap it up. But it was more you know mission of the week, and it was very very repetitive, particularly if you watched mm. it in one hit. Season three and four, however, 
they completely changed the dynamic of the show. They wrote out a couple of characters that weren't really that significant. And it's become, like, particularly season four, it, it was a real, like, on-the-edge-of-your-seat thriller. Like, mm. it's gotten better. It's changed a little bit and gotten better as it's gone on. I mean, I know that's a, it's an obscure reference to throw out because I know it's, you know, not a, I don't know that many people that actually watch the show, but yeah. it, it it's sort of one for me that I can hold up and go, well, yeah, but it's not always the early seasons that are the best. And that, again, goes back to me for Supernatural, which was Monster of the Week. Mm -hmm. There was the overarching plot of, you know, what happened to his girlfriend and their mother and the yellow-eyed demon. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on and you've got, eventually they bring in the angels. And it got to a point where almost an entire season is just the overarching plot of angels and demons. I was looking for... I wanted more Monster of the Week. Yeah. It's hard to find that medium. It depends how well you do it, because just as you were talking and then the, then, I think it was season seven was the Leviathans. Yes, that, I that's. I think it was season seven was the Leviathans, and they... Or was it six? I just didn't care for them, but because they focused every episode on mm. that, I was just like... Give me a fucking skin changer. Give I me think... a Wendigo. Give me just a ghost. I want something. I want the monster of the week. I think it depends on how it's written too, because like literally as you were talking, I hadn't thought about it mm. until just now. You look at season one of Arrow, where yeah. there was the there was that overarching story arc, but for the most part, it was villain of the week. Yep, and everybody loved it. Yep, and then you come into season two, and straight away. I mean, yeah, you kind of had Villain of the Week for some of it early on, but it then pretty much became about your main villain. Mm. You know, not really a spoiler because we talked about it that much in here. Deathstroke, it became mm. a whole arc of that season was about that character and yep. their, their struggle. And it, it's been written in a way that it's bringing in other DC Universe characters and it's it's expanding. So you don't really miss that Villain of the Week yeah. Aspect. I mean, I know there'll be, you know, one-off episodes where it's, you know, this villain's come in and they might get another name character in, but for the most part, it's gotten rid of that villain slash monster of the week. Yep. But you haven't missed it yet. No, and a, a lot of listeners did write in, they really were of two minds. Some mm. people prefer the five good seasons. Because you automatically think of the, your favourite show. Yeah, that's it. Everyone like, seems to like, that to oh, end. if you look at this show, like even going back to Alias, yeah. you know, Good first, kind of good first season, went downhill, started getting good again. Look at shows like, tw uh, we got a few people say 24. Yep. You know, if that first season was fantastic, then it all just went to shit. Even I gave up on that after, I think, the second season. I haven't yeah. watched the, the latest one, the 12-episode special one they've done. Mm. Apparently, it's been brilliant. Yeah, I've heard that. But it's again, it's like they could have honestly done that one season, and I thought that would be cool to do more. But if they don't, I'm not going to be yeah pissed about it. No, I, I caught up with um, honorary sidekick Grace early mm. this morning, and she said to me on this topic, she has written in. I'll get you to read that in a minute. Yeah, but she said to me, it's kind of like she looks at it as LL Cool J's uh, theory of relativity from Deep Blue Sea. Oh, it's a shark. I'm one, kind of paraphrasing it? here, where it's like, you know, you you put your hand on a hot you know a hot plate on a stove for like 5 seconds and it can feel like an hour you know in terms of pain and you can put your body your, your hands on the body of a hot woman for 5 hours and it can feel like 5 seconds something uh, like that like it's that's all how relative. She, yeah that's how she sort of looked at it 
But well, she, she also wrote she in. She also wrote in. She said, the shows we wish had more probably would have sucked with more. Bring back Firefly now? Nah, for me, that's why fan fiction's cool, including the non-sexual stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love how she had to put that in. Yeah. Even including comic book content uh, continuations of things, which, you know, I was speaking about... Smallville. Leaves, Smallville, but I was speaking about uh, Firefly, Firefly or Serenity Leaves on the Wind. Yeah. Yeah, and then she then goes on to say, the show finished while it was good, and mm-hmm. you could choose to accept the extended canon or keep it as it was, if you want. Yep. Buffy and Angel come to mind. The comic series function as extra seasons and are awesome, or you can just say it ended with the last televised season and be happy with that too. Yeah. It's a really good point. You can have it... That That is what is good about uh, comic continuations. Like mm-hmm. you said, Smallville, uh, the Firefly one, she said Buffy and Angel, they've done those as well. I remember when the Buffy one was announced years ago, I think it was season eight or something. The motion comic, comic yeah. form. Not even motion comic, oh, just can, a comic. Yeah, because it had a DVD release as a motion comic. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's it. It's like you can sit there and go, that was a really cool show. I'm good. Or, if especially if you're a comic reader, can say, I'm going to continue on. Yep. And I did say with the Firefly one, some of the stories were shit, but the Leaves on the Wind one has been really good that I see it as the continuation. It felt more like the TV show. Yep. Uh, what's Whedon's... Is it his brother or his cousin, Zach Whedon or something? He, I'm not sure. One of the guys... He works on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, yep. he kind of takes over from Joss. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he was writing Leaves on the Wind. Okay. Don't quote me on that. No. But I feel like he's got a big contribution... It's what made it feel yeah. part of that universe. I personally, I'm. I think it depends on the show. I'm on the fence with it. I. It really is one where I can't give it a clear winner. It's hard because you look at things. You know, we're using examples like Firefly, like Supernatural. We have the power of hindsight. Yeah, working with us there. I mean, I was when you're watching them as they're happening. I it's was a thinking whole today, like you know, had my favorite show at the moment, Arrow. Like, had that have finished at the end of season one, and there was no season two, I'd have been gutted. But yeah. that's because I know how good season two yeah. was. In you know, in another four or five years, if that show keeps going, will I be saying the same thing? One I, I look at know. is looking at cartoons a few years ago, Transformers Animated, mm-hmm. especially with the third season, brought in a lot of Generation 1 homages yep. and references, really building some great stories. And then they stopped it. And everyone kept... At the start, everyone was like, this... The 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 animation is shit. It looks too childish. It is one of the most popular Transformers cartoons Sounds ever. Like another animated series yeah. we watch. <laughs> but then it stopped, and everyone was clamoring for more. So they did uh, some books, mm-hmm. um, the uh, animated uh, appendix or the arc appendix, something. Yeah. Uh, animated almanac. 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 That kind of continued it on. That was cool. I might be able to not pronounce Italian, but I can pronounce yeah. fucking English. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Young Justice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is one. It had more re- than one season. That is one that really comes to mind. It had one good season. Mm-hmm. It had another brilliant season, and then they canned it. Yeah. For to bring back a redo of just Teen Titans, Teen Titans Go. Go. That was a really good show, and it is one where when you watch it, where they finished it off was a good finishing point. Okay, I like to think of, as Grace said, you know, fan fiction. Like people could write more on it. Yeah, you know, the thing for me that, with, especially with fan fiction, is everything's fan fiction. You get these guys working on these books for the actual big companies. Yeah. 
even though they're included in the canon, it's still fans writing fiction. Sometimes you get the people who have no idea about the story at all and they're yeah. just brought on because they're a good writer. But when you get the fans writing it, it's fan fiction. It's just because it's official, mm. it's canon. Mm-hmm. So I like to think of, especially with uh, Young Justice, I would love to have seen that go for another season. But they left it in a way where it's like, I like to just imagine where those characters so went. So where, where are you landing? You, I know we're saying it's difficult. Are you I'm, landing on the one I'm, great season? I'm landing on the, it depends on the show. I, oh look, we I, need a decisive answer here, Steve. No, I'm okay. To me, it really is dependent on the show. There are somewhere I'm like, no, that was a one good season. No, that was a five good season. What I prefer, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I will go with one great season. That's good because I'm actually going with the five. <laughs> I think if I really love something, yeah. Um, I will tend to probably look at it through rose-coloured glasses anyway. Oh, and, and if the, I hadn't thought of it like, fuck it, I'm changing my mind, I'm with you. And if the quality does drop slightly, I'm probably not... I'm, I may notice it, but I'm probably going to be more forgiving. Actually, no, I am going to go with you, because going back again to Almost Human, I fucking want a second season. I don't care if it's not the quality yeah. that the first one was. I want to see that continue. Yeah. Okay, no, okay. I'm... Putting my foot down, <laughs> I'm going with the five good seasons. Because we did, like, just quickly, I just wanted to mention somebody else who wrote into us too. Yeah, like Maddie. She's she was kind of. It's. I wanted to bring her up because she sort of said the reverse of John, which is where if she likes the actors and and characters and things in a show, she would prefer to see the actors keep playing those characters mm. as opposed to sort of lose connection with them altogether. Yeah. Uh, which can happen because if they go on to other projects that don't interest you, yeah. you're not going to follow them. No. So, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, Look, I know a lot of people I, I may disagree. It depends on the show, but if I've got to make a choice, yes, I will go with the five good seasons or even if they're five bad seasons. If I love the story, yeah. I, like, as you said, rose-coloured glasses. Mm. You're just going to mm, let it slide. Yeah. But I think that's all we have time for. It is. We, I'm looking at the clock. We're bordering on giant-sized territory, <laughs> so we're going to wrap it up. Before we do, a reminder that from the 1st of August, mm-hmm. Geek Speak Sidekick will be found exclusively at sidekick.podbean.com and under Geek Speak Sidekick on iTunes. Yes. We mentioned it last issue. We are moving to a new home. We're getting We're out of here. Moving out of the big boys' moving house. Out. Actually, I better not sing that because that's copyright. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact I can't sing. So, no, we still are in that transition period. But from the 1st of August, the last of... Because I've got up the first 30 issues of Sidekick. Mm-hmm. From the 1st of August or around that time. Give me time. <laughs> Uh, the rest of Sidekick will be up along with anything new that we record. Yes. It's all going to be found at sidekick.podbean.com and under Geekspeak Sidekick on iTunes. So subscribe to that one. It will no longer be found under the Geekspeak Live channel from 1st of August. Yeah. And keep an eye on the Facebook page too because... Yes. By the time this goes up, a lot more news would have come out of Comic-Con. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully 
it won't be a two week break this time, but you know when we get to record again, mm-hmm. because there will be so much to talk I can't about. Can't imagine I'm going to get engaged again. No, and I just <laughs> really, really, really quickly wanted to mention yep. that it was announced last week that Warner Brothers Movie World on the Gold Coast in Queensland. Oh yes, they're doing from I think it was the 23rd of July to I think it's the 17th. So of only August. a couple of days ago to it's going to run for a few weeks. Yeah, they're doing special celebrations for the 75th anniversary of Batman. They're bringing back a lot of old characters and old stage shows and old things that they've done over their time. Yep. All Batman. They're all bringing it back for a couple of weeks to celebrate it. I'm going to be heading along to check it out one day. Obviously, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Fuck no. I'm going to report on it. And we've got a little few things in the works to maybe do some special podcasts celebrating the 75th yeah, anniversary of Batman. Kind of going back to what we mentioned last issue with the uh, psychic one-shots. Yeah, but, but more on that as it develops. But yeah, I just want to let the listeners know that they can go along, check it out at Movie World. And, and yeah, I'm going to check it out. And if you can't get there, I'm going to report back to you all anyway. Take lots of photos. Oh, of course. <laughs> Take videos, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll try. But that's it for this issue. Until next time, I've been your host, Nick Geekable, Steve Muller. And I'm Geek Speaks Boy Wonder Brendan. Geek out. <laughs> <laughs>